Today is a very exciting day because I'm bringing you guys a brand that I am obsessed with. Today we're chatting about how you can step up your accessory game with Ana Luisa. If you guys don't know, I am a huge fan of simple, minimal gold jewelry, and this is going to sound dramatic, but since I got the pieces from Ana Luisa a couple weeks ago, I have not taken them off. I am obsessed. So Ana Luisa, spelled A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, is on a mission to bring sustainable, high-quality pieces at a fair cost, starting at $39. They're also a sustainable brand, which I think is so great. So they offset 100% of their carbon emissions, starting with the sourcing of raw materials all the way to the disposal of their pieces. And they've kindly provided a discount for 10% off with the link in the show notes. And they have new pieces every single Friday, which is just amazing. So I have been on the hunt for some minimal chains, some thin gold rings, some just classic gold hoops that I can just wear all the time. I'm actually allergic to nickel and this is going to make me sound so extra, but I can't wear like quote cheaper jewelry. Like I said, this sounds so dramatic, but truly I have the most sensitive skin and I've always had issues with jewelry. So I usually just end up wearing no jewelry, but I've had their pieces on for like two weeks and I've had no issues. I've been sleeping in it, showering in it, and it's just been like holding up so well because the pieces are truly such high quality. If you guys don't know about Ana Luisa, you need to. So go to analuisa.com. That's spelled A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A.com slash busyblooming and go treat yourself and your loved ones. Use my code busyblooming to get 10% off. I absolutely recommend them. They're a great brand making beautiful, sustainable jewelry. So go check out analuisa.com slash busyblooming, code busyblooming to get 10% off. And let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Busy Blooming Podcast. My name's Tess. I'm Alexis. And we're your hosts of this podcast. If you guys are new to Busy Blooming, we are not just a podcast. We have a lot going on. We have a Facebook group. We have an Instagram with Takeover Tuesdays. Make sure to apply. Takeover Instagram. We'd love to see your day. We also have a blog with free resume templates, blog posts. We have a LinkedIn. And obviously, we have a podcast. So we also, by the time you guys hear this, we will have hit 10,000 listens on the podcast, which is so exciting. Oh my god. That's so crazy. I know. I know. That's it's like so, so many. I know. I know. Like 10,000 listens. It's just, it's very exciting. We have a really, we have a really good episode this week. We have Effie Salter on the podcast. She's just like queen of manifestation, mindset, getting what you want, taking control of your life, achieving your goals. And I learned a lot in this episode. I think you guys will too. So I'm excited. Okay, so before we get started, as always, we asked you guys over on Instagram some questions about today's episode, and we're excited to go through them. Yeah, make sure to follow us. It's Busy Blooming with two Gs. Yes. And we have a TikTok now, which is... Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, so exciting. Oh yeah, I should add that to the, the roster of platforms. We have a TikTok, <laughs> and we're basically going to be posting like a bunch of 
podcast like excerpts and little like visuals and stuff so go follow us on tiktok it's busy blooming with two g's again because you know busy blooming was taken (laughs) once again yeah we just we're keeping it consistent like yeah the two g's are totally intentional at this point yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah we also have been posting instagram reels too so you know it's just there's a lot going on as always at the busy so much headquarters yeah I guess we'll just get started. Like, do you have any do you have any life updates before we get into the Instagram questions? Um, nothing really too crazy. I've just been I've been truly just living, you know. Yeah. Give us the details. <laughs> like, I just I feel like I'm back, you know. Like we've said before, like we were in a slump for a while, but lately, like this summer, I really was just trying to have a hot girl summer. Mm-hmm. did I <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> but it's fine it's fine, it's fine. we're good <laughs> I know what you mean I feel the same maybe it's something about fall like starting <laughs> I don't know we said this we were in like a especially in Canada like the Canada stay-at-home lockdown was a bleak time but yes. we're doing good. Like, we got our vaccines. We are opening up. Fall is coming. Life is looking good. It's yeah. almost like... I'm honestly so excited for fall. I know. Same. Like, I filmed my fall morning routine this morning, and I'm like, I'm like the biggest, basic, chuggiest. Like, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm... That is me at fall. Like, the pumpkin spice latte, the Taylor Swift, the blanket scarves. Like, it's just... I'm ready. And I don't even care anymore. It's like, you know what? I'm basic and I'm so proud of it. I feel like I am honestly like reaching that age. Like I'm going to be 25 in like two months and you're going to be 24 in a week. So it's like in a week. so exciting. <laughs> Friday, September 10th. Go. Yes. Wish her happy birthday on Friday, guys. But um. Oh my God. Thanks. <laughs> but like we're getting old. I 24, know. 25. And I literally feel like I'm like 19. I know. And then I go on TikTok and they're like, yeah, this is like so basic and so chuggy. And I'm like, that is me like you just described me so no I know and we yeah. just love fall and Taylor Swift and we love pumpkins yeah. and we love going to the pumpkin patch we love apple picking like it's fine there is nothing wrong with that I feel like it's because our generation like grew up with like Mac Barbie 07 Bethany Moda Alicia oh, Marie queen. like fall content that will never be matched ever again it's no. like the fall room makeovers and like the fall outfit oh my god lookbooks the fall outfits I know it's like the long socks the blanket scarves like I just that's why we love it the long sweaters with like the leggings yeah okay so that's your seasonal update (laughs) it's almost fall (laughs) if you didn't know fall is coming (laughs) yeah odds that like everyone has fast forwarded already like it's fine (laughs) they're like we don't need a weather update (laughs) oh my god okay should we get into the Instagram we only asked you guys two questions this week because you know we're keeping it brief <laughs> yeah we're getting right to the point no messing around here yeah last week it was only us so we know you guys are over it okay do you want to do the first one or the second one yes okay yes okay so the first question we have for you guys is what do you believe more a you have control over your future and what happens or b things happen regardless of what you do and you can't control your future so 64% said A and 36% said B. What do you think? I don't know. I think this is like such a cliche answer, but I think it is like a bit of both. Okay, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because Effia, who we chatted to in the episode, 
like she's like a manifestation coach and she's like super educated and all this stuff so her opinion like is something i actually haven't really heard because she was saying well i won't spoil it actually but stay tuned to hear what she says but. <laughs> keep listening if you want to know <laughs> yeah i think you do i don't know because i do believe like you are where you're supposed to be and like you can't yeah. really control things like i always think of like youtube and stuff like that it's like you can't really control getting like a hundred thousand subscribers like if you're yeah. gonna get if you're gonna grow like you just will but then again i'm like but you can like take control and like do all the things to grow i don't know it's like so tough i know the way i think of it is if it involves other people you cannot control it but mm. of course if it's about you like you can control like where you live you can control yeah. to an extent like your career that mm-hmm. kind of stuff but when it comes to like relationships you can't control that <laughs> trust me <laughs> hot girl summer flashbacks <laughs> Okay, the next question we asked you guys is, what is something you want to manifest for yourself in 2022? And when I was doing this, I realized I probably should have said, like, Q4 or something, because it's definitely not, like, the end of the year. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, has anyone else felt like that? Like, the year is just, like, over? I don't know. I know. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Should we read through some of them? Yes. Liking my life 9 to 5 instead of having a 9 to 5. I totally feel that. It's so tough. I chatted to, we have an upcoming episode all about like gratitude and stuff like that. And it is true. Like your job is really what you make it. Like you can like romanticize it and like be positive and grateful and like, cause like people have the same job as you and everyone has a different outlook. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. Like when it comes to that, I feel like you definitely can like control of being like positive and mm-hmm. like good vibes <laughs> at your job. And it's, it's tough though yeah and I feel like as long as your job isn't truly horrible like literally so horrible Mm -hmm. you could probably enjoy it a little bit you know what I mean yeah (laughs) I know it's just like so much easier to be like negative I know (laughs) know? I know like so much easier just be like I hate my job (laughs) someone said they're manifesting a promotion love that love that that's very exciting Alexis said no, I'm just kidding <laughs> no we can totally expose myself um yeah I said that I'm manifesting a boyfriend um it's fine yeah like let's dig into that no, I'm just kidding yeah like um if anyone has like a cousin or like a brother they want to like hook me up with Anybody. my dms are so open <laughs> yeah 100% like we'll take applications it could be a whole podcast oh my god we could do like a <laughs> blind dating episode stay tuned <laughs> I mean, is it sad to manifest a boyfriend? Kind of. But, like, you know what? No. People always say when you're not looking is when it will find you. That's not true. I'm sorry. I haven't been looking for, like, no. three years. And has anything found me? No. <laughs> Nothing has found me. That's not true. <laughs> it's not true. When I was – when I stormed and I started dating, like, I had never wanted a boyfriend more. <laughs> like, I was, like, so – I'm like, I was so desperate. That's why it worked out now. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't think that's true either. No. It's okay to want what you want. Yes, exactly. Like, you can enjoy being single and want to be in a relationship. Yeah. I think that's, like, totally fine. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for validating me. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I got you. <laughs> okay, somebody said they're manifesting a healthier relationship with myself. I love that. I love that, too. That's such a good one. Someone said owning their own home. 
so exciting Mm. someone else said buying an investment property oh my god love it oh that's so exciting like buying a house is such a like one of those big life moments i feel like there's like certain ones and buying a house is like it's up there somebody said they're manifesting to take the mcat score in their target range apply to med school while working full-time that is insane but you got this that's so cool yeah yeah that is that's very impressive very very you can do it um someone said they're manifesting a constant flow of opportunities work travel friendships and hobbies i like that me too someone says they're manifesting to connect people who have the same passion and a place where they feel alive um okay so the last one we'll read is someone is manifesting getting their career on track love it. Oh, it it's hard to like know what to do with your career and that's a a big goal but you yeah. can do it we believe in you yes i guess that's all we have to say for the intro <laughs> we're all done i know i feel like we've been talking for like five hours <laughs> i know we had to facetime for like two hours before this yeah literally we just we had a lot to I go know. through you know there's a lot to unpack hot girl summer is like coming to a close yeah. A little reflection. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, I'm <laughs> fine, guys. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> well, I think that's everything from us for the intro. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to go follow us on our TikTok, our Instagram, all the good stuff. Join the Facebook group. Just, I guess let's just get into the episode with Effia. Okay. So we have Effia Salter on the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I have so many questions for you and just there's so much I want to learn. And I think our audience wants to learn as well. And it's we're going to learn a lot today. I'm excited. So before we get into it, do you want to just take a quick second, introduce yourself, just tell us what you do, what your days look like, and so we can just learn about you? Absolutely. So I'm Afia. I'm a mindset and manifestation coach, NLP practitioner, and also podcast host of the Manifest Edit. I am just incredibly passionate about empowering women, especially to stop playing small, confidently manifest their desires and live an extraordinary life. I think something that I noticed a lot is that many people will come to me and say that they don't really have clarity on what they would like to create in their lives or where to go next. But when I sit down and have a conversation with people, people know, we know what we want to have. It's just about having the audacity to say that I want to go after this or it's possible for me or what will others think. So the work that I do is really about helping women just like own it and not be ashamed to say, I actually want more from my life or I want bigger or it's okay to want material things or it's okay to set these boundaries in my life and say that I'm actually not available for this anymore. This doesn't make sense for me anymore. And just giving that sense of autonomy back. And I think what so many women are searching for is a permission slip, but ultimately the only person that can give that permission slip to you is yourself. I love that. I love everything you said. I think it's so true. And our audience at Busy Blooming is like 99% women in their 20s and I feel like especially in your 20s it's like you feel a lot of the time like you don't know what you're doing but I love what you said it's like deep down you do know <laughs> before we get into it we ask every quite every guest the same question I would love to hear your answer so if you could go back to yourself at 18 what is something you would tell your 18 year old self at 18 I was definitely having a lot of fun it was my first or second year at uni I was definitely partying a lot so yeah I would definitely say to continue with that because yeah. <laughs> I think especially you know when you're 18 that's the time to like party and have fun but I think just to be a little bit more mindful of 
who I let in my space, especially when it pertains to relationship and really knowing my worth and valuing myself as a person and knowing that it is okay to have those strong boundaries. And actually it's quite important to begin getting comfortable setting those boundaries because the more you begin practicing it, the easier it is to say no. Yeah, totally. And I think that's such a tough thing at 18. It's like, we don't really know ourselves. So to set those boundaries is, is that's a good one. I love that answer. Okay. So I would love to get into your journey. I know you're very open about this on your website and you just did a recent podcast episode as well. And I think your story is something that a lot of people can learn from. And I would love to just hear your experience, like, especially post-grad and kind of going through grad school. Like, what was that like for you? It was really, um, what's the word just so many different emotions it was a season of so many different emotions and um deciding that I was going to do a postgrad was like yay I find some I found something that I really want to do to like the low of oh how am I going to pay for this to winning a scholarship to get funding from it to starting and then realizing that it wasn't really what I thought it was and it wasn't really where I wanted to be and what I actually remember the other day which I've, I've never spoken about on my podcast before or anywhere is that this wasn't actually the first postgrad that I went into I think I signed up initially for like human resources and I went and I sat in one class and I was like absolutely not and ended up changing my um ending up changing my degree within the space of a couple of weeks so I changed over from human resources to digital marketing and I completely like obviously blanked out that period of my life Mm. um so I was like yes digital marketing this is what I'm going to be good at this is what I'm going to enjoy because I had studied media as my undergrad and that's what all my internships and things had been in and it wasn't that I like particularly found the work hard like I find uni work college work I don't find it hard like Mm -hmm. it was just the work that I was doing and knowing that I wasn't supposed to be there this isn't what I actually wanted to do and that I just kind of fallen into it out of a place of like especially when you finish your degree your first degree it's like okay well now I should have my shit together now now (laughs) I'm supposed to know what I'm doing and there's so much pressure on you and I think that pressure actually begins from when you are 17 18 and it's like okay go to uni and then after you finish uni you're going to have your career and then after you get set up in your career for minutes you're going to meet someone you're going to be married you're going to have a house Mm -hmm. you're going to have kids that is the trajectory of your life and I was like Mm -hmm. okay well I'm just going to extend that trajectory by doing my master's and then I realized maybe I don't actually want to live that path maybe I want to do something a little bit different but I still didn't have that clarity in what that was going to be so I just kind of muddled through it knowing ultimately that this wasn't making me happy and I was also struggling with my mental health at this point as well I was struggling from quite severe anxiety and when I would go to the doctors and I was like yeah I think I really need to see someone for this Mm -hmm. this is becoming like they would kind of just attribute it to oh well it's just uni stress you know uni's hard uni's challenging so that's probably what the anxiety is from and I was like I think this is something more Mm -hmm. and for me particularly growing up as someone who was orphaned from 14 I grew up without parents so I also had in the back of my mind like if this fails you have nowhere to go you have like no homes to move back to so I was putting so much pressure on myself to have it all figured out so of course it was the uni stress but underneath that the anxiety was really related to something else about what is actually my place in the world and Mm -hmm. I feel like I have to make everything I do work otherwise I'm screwed Mm -hmm. yeah and it's so interesting what you said like that trajectory that I feel like all of us have it's like you graduate and then you either get a master's or you go into your perfect career you get married you have kids and it's like why do we even have that like I I hope the next generation doesn't experience that because I felt the exact same way and it just sets you up for so much um anxiety disappointment post-grad blues I think a lot of us have gone through and 
I want to touch on what you said. So when you're in a situation like you were with your master's, do you think it's always super clear that you aren't where you're supposed to be? Like, what is that balance of like, what is that balance of like, this is supposed to be kind of hard. And then like, I should just push through or like, this is not for me to get out. Like, what do you think? I think with uni, you know, there is a degree of stress that's to be normal but for me it felt like this pervasive sense of stress that I couldn't get away from it didn't matter if I submitted my assignments it didn't matter if I had a break time off from uni I was still feeling that pressure that just didn't go away and just was constantly feeling like this constant sense of heaviness so I think with uni typically you you have seasons you have waves of heaviness that come around certain stressful events like exam season or something but for me it was always there it was always in the background always feeling like what are you going to do next and always feeling like this isn't making you happy and Mm. just like my body feeling really heavy as well so I think although your mind will try and rationalize and if your body is like feeling like Mm. headaches or you're just getting the sense of tightness or your throat clams up when you're talking about your subjects like that's warning signs Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that's something we don't think about enough like for sure I feel like you just even like we were saying that trajectory of like you think so much of like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and we put this like we should on ourselves a lot like I should be doing this I should be doing this and so we don't even take a step back to see how we feel when you were at that point of like in your master's you're like okay this is like not it I need to do something different like and you're feeling at that low low point how do you even begin to get out of that and like know what to do when you're in a situation you know it's not good for you like what do you even do and what what did you do? I think it depends on the situation but for me what happened was I actually just stopped going to uni for like a month and then I had one of my lecturers email me and say hey I've noticed you've not been coming into uni like do you want to come and have a chat and then that was really the first step for me because I spoke to him not only that I was struggling with the subject but I was just like honest about everything that I was feeling and he was just like no like you're not supposed to feel like this and he Mm -hmm. actually got me uni counseling because I tried to get uni counseling as well and they're like no sorry we're full and he'd actually got me in like the next week after we had the conversation he's like no I'm gonna sort this out for you so that gave me a bit of space to like free things up in my mind so it wasn't just I was thinking about all this stuff because I wasn't particularly talking about it to my friends either because I was like well they're probably going to be stressed with whatever they have going on so I was just internalizing so much of it so being able to speak to someone like outside of my friend group that I felt like I'm not putting additional stress or additional pressure on them. Also, I feel like they wouldn't entirely relate to my situation of Mm -hmm. the um, additional reasons why I was stressed was because I didn't have family that I could rely on. So I didn't feel like anyone was going to really be able Mm -hmm. to understand what I was going through. So having the uni counselor was really helpful. And then I just kind of went into my own personal development journey. I did actually see a therapist outside of uni, but it didn't didn't work out. It's really important with your Mm. therapist that you have a good relationship with each other. We didn't have a good relationship with each other. We just didn't vibe. So I decided to quit that. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to dive into my own kind of work. And this was, um, I would say like really where my spiritual personal development journey began was because I was just like, I just want to feel good I want to feel like the world isn't ending I want to feel like I love myself and I have Mm -hmm. some sense of direction in my life so doing things like reading and really thinking about the life that I wanted to create and practicing conscious manifestation and creating a vision board and starting to dream again about like life beyond uni and not just in the traditional sense but like what do you actually want to create for you even if you're not seeing other people around you doing it Mm -hmm. yeah and I think just like your journey is such a representation of taking control of your life and I think that's something 
anybody can attest to struggling with. I think, you know, there's these ideas that we think we should do and then you lose control for lots of different reasons, whether it's people's opinions or your opinion of what you think you should be doing. And I think that's such an inspiring point. I really want to get into like how you got to where you are and talk all about manifestation and mindset and all that stuff. Um, so, I mean, your content is all about manifestation, mindset, like creating the life you want. How did you even like get into all of that stuff? So in 2015, back when I was living in Scotland, I live in uh, Australian Alpha context. Um, back when I was living in Scotland, I had joined a network marketing company and my mentor in the network marketing company was sharing all of these like personal development tools with me. This is when I first kind of learned of The Secret, watched the documentary. I was like, oh my God, I could change my <laughs> life with my thoughts. Amazing. Yeah. So that was really my beginning into conscious manifestation practices and then using conscious manifestation to create a life where I went from that beginning of the year at 2016 feeling like so miserable um, with everything that was happening with uni to the end of the year I'd actually finished my degree early like I got all my work in like super early so I could go traveling I passed my degree I had mm -hmm. like a A score in my dissertation like I just nice. got everything like I really got my shit together and I think something really important to say is that you have to take ownership and radical responsibility for your life and although not all the things that happened in my life were my fault per se I was the only one who actually had the power to change anything or the only one who actually had the power to change how I was feeling so although you can work with people like therapists coaches accountability partners whoever you ultimately have to be the one that like I am in charge of the direction of my life and that's not something to be scared of but that's actually something to be really excited about because I can change the trajectory of it at any point in time because mm -hmm. I have that much power yeah it's so interesting because I feel like there's two ways you could kind of look at you know how things happen you either think things are going to happen the way they happen you really can't control anything or i need to go after this and make this happen so are you in the mindset of like you make everything happen or do you think things just like happen for a reason i think things happen for a reason when you look for the reason i don't think they intentionally mm, happen for a reason like there's only a reason if you look for it so for me i'm the like yeah go out and you know you have autonomy of your own life and when the things do happen that are more challenging or that we don't particularly want to happen. For example, I'm in lockdown right now, the sixth lockdown, right. and it's been 200 days of this right now. And obviously I would rather not be in this situation, but if I sit and dwell in how much I'd rather not be in the situation, I'm just going to be fucking miserable. So yeah. it has to be like, okay, like what can I find in this? That's going to give me like something to grow, like a seed that I can mm -hmm. grow. And I'm like, okay, well, this is a really great season for growth in my business. And by the time next year rolls around, I'm going to have so much free time that I've factored into my business that it's going to be really exciting for me. So it's trying to find those little pockets of joy or those little lessons or those moments of growth. And especially when you're like so wrapped up in a situation in the moment, it can be mm -hmm. really challenging to find that. But if you look back at like literally every other situation that has happened in your life, like there's nothing that I can look back in, in my life and say, no, that was really, really terrible. And there's nothing that I can take from that. There's always mm -hmm. something that I can take from every situation that's happened in my life. So when I'm in the moment and things feel a bit heavy, I'm like, okay, looking back at everything that's happened in my life so far, everything has worked out in my favor. So of course this is going to work out in my favor because that's just a belief that I choose to perpetuate and live in my life. Like our realities are so subjective to our own experiences and we're all like collectively hallucinating what we want our reality to be anyway so why mm -hmm. not choose to perpetuate a belief that serves you rather than one that makes you feel like you have no control of your life like whatever you believe 
is the reality that you're going to live in. So I choose to live in a reality where everything is always working out for me, even if in at the moment it feels heavy or it's not the way I planned. Yeah, I love that. I think it's very empowering what you said to take control. You can change your life and do anything you want. I would love to hear more about um, radical responsibility. I find that so interesting. And for those who don't know, could you just give us a quick rundown of what that is? Yeah, absolutely. I think when it comes to blame, that it's very easy to blame other people, other situations. And in the moment, it might feel good for a moment, but ultimately in the long run, it doesn't feel good to blame other people, not only because you're like, oh, it wasn't actually their fault, but because you have all the frustration and guilt and shame that comes with it. And when you're giving blame to other people, you're actually taking away the power from yourself. You're actually outsourcing your power. Like I can only feel this way if someone else makes me feel that way. So for as long as you're doing that, you're never gonna feel fully in control of your life, your situation or anything because you're like, I need someone else to save me. No one is coming to save you. You are the only one that can save you. Yes, you can have other people on your team and other people supporting you, but ultimately you have to be the one who is curating what your circle looks like, curating what your life looks like, curating what the day-to-day looks like. And that is really powerful, but often so many of us don't really realize the extent of that power we have within ourselves because we're so used to externalizing it. Yeah. And I think like that can just apply to so many things. I think a lot of Um, women in our audience work like a nine-to-five job and I think in this situation like that like in the corporate world it's like we do feel like well I don't know I'll just speak for myself like sometimes when you're in a situation you're like I literally like can't do what I want because you're like limited by corporate structure or like you're just in a job you don't like and you're like I just have to do this this is the way it works like if someone's in a situation like that how do you think maybe you can like shift your mindset a little bit to look at it in a different way? I think work takes up so much of your life that if you're in a position where you can be in a fulfilling role, that is really important that you make the changes necessary for that to happen. So if you're in a work role right now where you don't feel appreciated, where you feel underpaid, where you feel undervalued, question like how much that's contributing to your overall quality of life because Mm -hmm. it's not just the work role it's like everything you do and if it's a job that's like taking away from your time at the weekends or it's taking away from how you interact with other people in your life that's something that really needs to be looked at and instead of prioritizing happiness which is what a lot of people will do I think it's really important to prioritize fulfillment so in the long term Mm -hmm. is this going to give you fulfillment if you continue down the exact same path that you're going down and if that's a no then you have to make some short-term sacrifices or some short-term difficult decisions that you know ultimately are going to take you long term to where you want to go because while you might think it's just like oh it's just like one difficult day or oh they just spoke to me that way that one time when it continues to build up over time that actually chips away at you until you get to the point where it's so much harder down the line rather than if you just made the decision like at the beginning and it can be difficult to make those decisions I'm not saying that it's necessarily easy to make those decisions especially when it comes to your career but you have to prioritize that long-term fulfillment and you have to prioritize yourself and protecting your own peace because that's the most important thing you have and it's it's the only thing we have (laughs) yeah I love that you said prioritize fulfillment instead of happiness I think that is such a great way to look at it because I think I don't know, like you're just not always going to be happy at your job or anything you do, even if you're in your dream job, if that ever even exists. I think like you're just, I don't know, you're never going to be happy every single day, but if you're fulfilled, it's so much more 
it's so much easier to stay motivated at what you're doing. And I think that's a really interesting point. I think there are a lot of um, kind of toxic beliefs perpetuated about work as well, which mm-hmm. one of them, which is like, if you work a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Like yeah. I love my job. I adore my job. It's, it's still work and we still need to take breaks from work. I, mm-hmm. So I think we have to be really careful about like who we're listening to about work and where mm-hmm. those beliefs have actually come from. Like, is this just mm-hmm. perpetuating capitalism or is this actually true? Totally. And I think it's like, it's okay to not like be happy every single day and love your job all of the time. It's really normal. I don't personally know anybody who like jumps out of bed in the morning every single day and like runs their laptop and is so excited. Like, I think hopefully you're not like super like dreading it every day, but it's so normal to just like, if you're in like a corporate nine to five, like I am, it's like you work your job, pays your bills, which is an amazing thing to have. And it's okay to not be like obsessed with your job and like happy all the time. And I think that's like a very normal thing. You guys know I'm a sucker for minimal gold jewelry and Ana Luisa spelled A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A is truly changing the game with their affordable high quality pieces starting at $39 and you can shop for 10% off with the link in the show notes. They release new pieces every Friday and if you guys have been on their very aesthetic website, you know it's just so fun to like look at all the new pieces they have. Everything is so on point. I've always wanted to find some pieces like some really minimal gold that I can just wear all of the time, shower in, sleep in, and just have no problems. But as you guys know, I have really, really sensitive skin and I'm allergic to nickel. And so I usually just don't end up wearing jewelry. And if you feel this, Ana Luisa has such high quality pieces taken from me. I've been wearing them for weeks and I've had no issues. So go to analuisa.com. It's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A.com slash busy blooming. Go treat yourself and your loved ones and use my code busy blooming to get 10% off. Obviously I recommend them. I know you guys already love them so they're a great brand making beautiful sustainable jewelry so go check them out analuisa.com slash busy blooming code busy blooming and let's get back to the episode okay i would love to get into more about like manifestation and mindset manifestation has always been something that i have been just like so interested in and i think it's i don't know i, I would love to hear your opinion opinion on this as well but it's become like more trendy I feel like in the last few years like on TikTok and YouTube and stuff so could you give us just a quick description of like what manifestation is so manifestation in the simplest point can be thought of as bringing something into tangible experience so what I mean by that is say you have a thought like I would love to manifest a hundred dollars the action the beliefs the spiritual tools and practices is everything that takes that from a thought of oh I'd like to have a hundred dollars to that a hundred dollar bill actually being in your hand so I see a lot of people say like oh I want to start manifesting but we are all manifesting all the time we may just not be consciously aware of what we're manifesting into our realities so what conscious manifestation is about is bringing more of an awareness to the kind of things that you actually intend to manifest and bringing more of the stuff that you actually want to have in your life the experiences the people the feelings the things um, and bringing in awareness to spiritual tools and practices belief work working through um any past some for some people even working through past traumas and things that you have so that aligns with you actually bringing it into your world so using the example of the hundred dollar bills for example many people will have the misconception that 
manifestation is simply thinking about something that you don't actually have to take any action in order for that to come true. Whereas for me, mm -hmm. if I was going to manifest a hundred dollar bill, first of all, I would be like, okay, I set the intention to manifest this by, and I would have like a certain date that I wanted to manifest it by. I would also specify that I want it in cash rather than just like, I don't know, something else. Mm -hmm. So when I have this in cash, then I would think about, okay, do I believe that this is actually possible? If you don't believe it's actually possible, obviously it's not going to happen because you're going to have those sabotaging thoughts. And then I would think about like, in fact, I can even use a real life example. So last year, um, due to the pandemic, I lost my job and I'm living overseas in Australia. So I wasn't entitled to any government funding income pretty much disappeared overnight. Oh my God. And I was not making any money. I obviously had savings, but I was not anticipating being in lockdown for so long. Mm -hmm. So my money is dwindling away and I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm going to do. Don't know how I'm going to pay for myself. And I realized that I hadn't actually been putting any intentionality to making more money. All I was doing was actually stressing and worrying about my current situation. So when I realized I hadn't been putting any conscious effort to making more money, I was like, okay, I want to manifest some money. I set that intention around it. And then I was like, okay, like what could I do to make money? And I wrote... I remember just writing a list of like all the things mm -hmm. that I could do just to like get my mind into seeing that there are actually possibilities, even though right now you don't have your job. And I was, I was getting me into thinking like, okay, this is actually possible. This changed my belief from I'm screwed to, oh, okay, there is some opportunity here. And I remember the first thing that I did was do this. Um, so I don't know if you have Airtasker in Canada. No. Um, it's like um, maybe like Gumtree or Craigslist, but you can post like odd jobs on there. Oh yeah, and... like, I think we have TaskRabbit in Toronto. Yeah, 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 so exactly like that. So I went on there and someone was looking for an SEO consultation, like search engine optimization, which is not something that I'm like hugely skilled in, but they were beginners and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can talk to a beginner for an hour. So I did that for $50, which is so, so low for the work that it was, but it was like yeah. getting me into the like money is coming in. And then when I did that, it actually led to me showing them something on my website and they were like, wait, you write blog posts? Could you write blog posts for us? So that $50 spiraled into like $2,000 spiraled into kept spiraling because I was like, money is coming I can see money coming in and I'm making it happen mm -hmm. wow I, I this is like this is so interesting to me so do you think like do you think you can manifest anything like are there yeah limits? I think I don't know there's no limits to this life and when you think about it like everything you want already exists in the world so it's just about bringing it to you like there's nothing that you want that doesn't already exist out there that has to be like created up from nothing mm -hmm. like even a relationship that person already exists out there money is already in existence in the banks or online mm -hmm. so it's like half of the work is already done it's just about how am I going to bring it to me do you think that when you like say you're trying to pick something to manifest or like a lifestyle does it matter the intention behind it do you think like because I, I could see maybe like someone's like I'm gonna manifest a hundred million dollars or something like that like it's just kind of like okay but you know I don't know like it might just seem crazy like what do you think about that like I think your belief has to be behind it so if you don't think it's possible mm -hmm. to manifest a hundred million dollars it's probably going to be challenging for you to do that and even if you're not particularly spiritual you can just think of it from a like really practical logical perspective like if you are playing sport you're playing sport and you're like I'm never gonna hit this ball we're gonna lose we're gonna lose your performance mm. is probably not gonna be good whereas if you think we're gonna win this game we're gonna ace it this is gonna be amazing we're gonna win even if you don't necessarily win that game you're gonna put in a far better effort than you ever would if you thought that you were gonna lose and that your performance was rubbish so mm -hmm. thinking about it from that aspect like the belief you have towards something the feelings that you have towards something are the most important thing mm -hmm. and also thinking about time span as well like 
um so for some people like a million dollars seems really impossible it's like okay like what age are you now and divided by the entire cost of your lifetime like a million dollars isn't actually that absurd especially depending on what work form you're doing so I know for a lot of people that are super logical they're like okay but like logically what is the step by step like how do I make this happen is that you just have to get behind what you're saying and if for example right now a hundred million dollars seems kind of absurd to you we'll start where you're at what what seems like an amount that you can get behind a hundred a thousand a hundred thousand like build it up in steps and then like once you've done it a few times and prove to yourself oh okay like I did the smaller things then you know that you have it in you to manifest the bigger things and if you don't believe that it's possible ask yourself why don't I believe it it's possible like what beliefs do I have or what memories that do I have that allude to the fact that this could never happen for me and work through those rather than just being like okay I'm just going to keep taking action even though I don't really think it's going to happen and just mm-hmm. see how things work out I guess mm-hmm. totally yeah and like I think we I say this all the time like good vibes only like good vibes like do you think that there is actually power to that like the vibes you give off like definitely influence or is it just kind of like a trend you think that people like say that I think there's a misconception around what good vibes actually mean so Mm -hmm. everything in life has a dualistic nature like a positive and a negative and that's just the way life has been and always will be so with every up there is obviously going to be a down and as we are humans in this world that has both positive and negative charges, we're going to experience positive and negative as well. So Mm -hmm. um, if you experience a negative emotion, that's not bad vibes. I think what makes it feel like bad vibes is then the emotions you attach to having the negative emotions. So if you get angry and then you're like, oh no, I'm angry. You begin to feel guilt and shame around the anger and you linger in that place rather than just like, I'm experiencing this emotion right now. What is this telling me? Why am I feeling angry? How can I work through this? And just being honest with yourself about how you're feeling, because imagine for say that like good vibes only meant good emotions. Well, what about when you're processing grief? Can you just Mm -hmm. not process that grief because grief is a bad emotion? No, you have to actually move through that. You have to work through that. And sometimes you just have to sit in the grief and be really sad in order to move through it. So I think it's actually really detrimental and harmful to perpetuate the belief that negative in inverted commas emotions are bad I think what actually makes it negative is the spiral that we then follow from experiencing that emotion but the emotions themselves are not charged with anything and mm. when it comes to emotions in life as well we are the ones that are attributing things as good or bad like we don't all have the same perception of what is good we don't all have the same perception of what is bad as can be seen like criminals as it can be seen by people with different political views we all have our own viewpoints on what is right and what is wrong so there is no universal this is bad or this is good it's just how you choose to attribute feelings to your emotions so for me good vibes means living in alignment with my truth sometimes my truth means I'm going to be sad and I'm going to have a miserable day where I'm not going to get out of bed and I'm going to work from bed or probably watch a rerun of Gossip Girl for the fifth time I'm still in good vibes I'm still manifesting whatever I want because that's also a belief I choose to have in my life I choose to have the belief that I'm manifesting even when I'm sad and I had um a launch recently I do um these virtual events for my community and one of them came around when we had um just gone into like um an extension of lockdown again and I was just feeling so miserable and I was like well my intention is to show up for these people and deliver to the best of my ability but I'm also going to be honest about how I'm feeling and I Mm -hmm. said like I could easily be in bed right now and this is hard this is a challenge for me but I'm showing up and I'm still going to manifest the things I want because I believe it and I did Mm -hmm. yeah I love that and it's like you're emotions and your mindset and the vibes you're giving off are like separate it's like I love that you said that because you should honor 
always honor how you're feeling. I think you can never feel something in a wrong way. Like you, you just feel the way you feel and that's great. But yeah, it's like what you do with that feeling. It's like, do you hang on to it if you're feeling upset and like you just spiral? I, I think we've all been in that situation where it's like something bad happens and you just talk about it all the time and bring so much attention to it. And that is just like, keeps it going and going and going. For people who work like a nine to five or something and they want to manifest, like say they're just in a role they don't love or they're in a job or lifestyle they don't love and they want to either get a new job or a new apartment or savings, like whatever it is. Like, are there steps to take? Cause I know sometimes you hear people being like, you know, go on Pinterest and make a board or like visualize certain things or say certain things. Like, what do you think kind of are like the main pillars of like manifesting what you want? So for me, I have a five set framework called the vibes method for aligned manifestation. And this is what is, I live my life by it. This is what I teach my clients, my students, and this is how I manifest things into my life. So the first step of that is embodying the vibe of your higher self. And that's really thinking about the life that you want to create, the life you want to live, and also about your values and your vision. Where many people go wrong is they'll go straight into the intention of this is what I want to have without actually figuring out who do I want to be? Like, how do I want to show up in the world and actually what is important to me? So when you know what your values are and your vision is, then you can move into the second step which is setting your powerful intention so if like your values are freedom and um, open communication and you're in a job where your boss is passive aggressive and you're being asked to work extra shifts Mm -hmm. and you're not getting paid that money then okay this is not aligning with my values of open communication it's not aligning with my values of freedom so you can see specifically you have clarity in what you actually want to change as well and you can have clarity in why that is important to you So moving into setting the intention, you're like, okay, I want to set something that actually is in alignment with my values, is in alignment with my vision. I know like five years from now, I want to be living in Spain and I want a job that's going to transfer me or something like that, right? So you set that intention and it's like towards what you actually want. So not, I don't want to be in a job that doesn't value me anymore, but I want to be in a job that has all the things that you actually want. Then Mm -hmm. you're focusing your energy, like we've spoken before, like you're focusing your attention and you're talking about the thing that you actually want. Then from there, we go into energetic blocks and boundaries. So this can look at limiting beliefs. So any beliefs you have around why that's not possible for you. Um, Boundaries, are you setting appropriate boundaries? Because while you're giving your time and energy away to things that don't serve you, you don't actually have that time and energy to put into the things that do. So obviously you can't just stop at work and say, I'm not going to show up and not pick my time and energy into this anymore. You have contracts and things, but it's like, okay, how can I begin to take small pockets of my time back? Or how can I enforce boundaries and say like, actually, would you mind like, communicating with me in a different way or I'm not available for the way you're talking to me right now you know begin in small steps and build it up then we have balancing your feminine and masculine energy so we all have specific ways that we like to operate in the world and that's a balance of both masculine and feminine energy so the feminine is like the energy of receiving is the energy of flowing and the masculine is more of that action taking a hustle energy so balance looks different for different people it's not like I need to be at 50 50 split between my feminine and masculine mm-hmm. and if I go one percent over like my life's gonna go to it's really just thinking about what feels best for me does it feel best for me when I have like a structured to-do list every single day or does it feel better when I pick a couple of main things and that's how I'm going to operate so looking at the way you operate in the world 
And that is going to affect how you take the action to manifest the thing that you want to have. And then the final step of that is surrendering the how. It's not needing to know every single step of how that's going to happen. You just need to know a couple of steps and you need to trust that you're going to be supported by the universe or God or spirit source, whatever you like to use, and also supported by yourself. And whenever we have questions about is something actually going to happen for me, that means that the trust isn't fully there. Like I know for me, like, it's without a shadow of a doubt the way I feel about my abilities and the fact that my life is working out is like so certain for me it's like I know the sun wakes up in the morning like that is how certain I am or something so if you don't have that degree of certainty it's like okay like what tools and practices can I incorporate to actually help me build that belief so that I do think it's possible for me no matter what and I have one of my clients and she's in a situation at the moment where she wants to manifest her dream role and she's like I don't know how it's going to happen like I don't necessarily feel like I'm qualified and we're like went through the steps we're like okay like what's important to you let's set the intention and then what came to her that she hadn't thought about before is like oh I can like shadow some people who are in the role that I want to go into and once she got into that then she had someone reach out to her who was like a recruiter like hey we'd like to talk to you about this job so things flow things begin to happen they have a knock-on effect when you begin to take actions in the direction of your dreams and we can think well because I don't know all the steps I'm just not going to take any steps but actually putting that action and putting things into motion is not only proving to yourself but it's actually moving those steps forward in a way that you wouldn't be if you just continue to sit there so you really just have to break it down and just know that you are always supported and even if it doesn't happen in the timeline you want it to happen things are going to happen as you need them to happen whether that's for your growth whether that's for your fulfillment things are always working out just maybe not the way that we perceive them to work out and Mm -hmm. particularly when it comes to relationships people can be like well why does the universe keep sending me these terrible people but then we are learning lessons from these people about what we don't want or oh I didn't actually really enforce my boundaries in that relationship and say what I wanted and how I wanted to be treated or okay these things were like really really great but these are some things that I want to change so everything is information it's just like what are we choosing to take from that to use to propel us forward mm-hmm. oh my god there's like so much in there that's so great and I, on your website as well like you have this kind of breaking broken down so I would say like anybody definitely I'll link it down in the show notes as well I think it's so great like to break it into those steps yeah I think we hear people say a lot um like I'm just going to put this out into the universe I'm just going to say it into the universe like do you think there is power in either saying something out loud or writing it down or is it enough to just like think all these things yes there's such power in saying things out loud and writing it down and I think especially when I work with my clients so right now one of my main things is a mastermind community which is where you share things in that group environment and often people will feel like well I'm the only one in like my friend group that feels this way so maybe they're scared to express it but actually saying it out loud it really shifts your physiology it shifts the way that you feel about it and it begins feeling like wait this is actually possible or wait this isn't as actually as crazy as I think and for me when you just have something in your head well it's just a wish like what Mm -hmm. what is actually going to make this happen so writing it down is putting some power behind it it's like okay this has gone from a wish to an intention then when you take action it's like okay there's actually some prioritization behind this that this isn't just an intention for one day this is happening on whenever this is something that is going to happen in my life and I'm choosing to prioritize making that important to me so it is really important to I'm not just gonna like kind of think about the things I want and hopefully maybe like someday they might one day happen you know it's like have some conviction 
and mm-hmm. often the reason that we don't have conviction is because like well what if I say it and it doesn't happen so what what's going to happen the world isn't going to end it's not going to be as terrible as we think like being brave and being courageous is really important for you to see because that's how you build your confidence is by taking those courageous actions and proving to yourself that your word is actually worth something mm-hmm. totally I think so too I think when you say something out loud or even when you like start talking to people about it it just becomes like normal like it's just like normalized like oh yeah this is something I I am working towards and like you just think about it more and talk about it more and I think it's so powerful even if you're not confident in something like just pretending and being like I'm gonna make this happen one day like even if you don't fully are 100% like just something about talking about it with other people like makes you feel so much better um I, I love that you said that do you ever find people are like negative or doubt manifestation they think like this is just crazy and this doesn't work or like have you ever like run into that definitely in online spaces and I remember yeah. I something on a Facebook group once and I had this like woman attacking me under the comments oh. and I'm like I don't really care what wording people want to use like if manifestation doesn't feel right for you it's not affecting my life if that's not the word that you want to use but do you want to create your reality yes or no and if the answer is yes well okay how are you going to consciously manifest that and if Mm -hmm. you don't want to use conscious manifestation if you want to use I am taking action on the things I want to create in my life Mm -hmm. or I'm pursuing my vision if those words feel better for you than manifestation then that's not a problem Mm -hmm. yeah totally that's a really good point I think it may be the word people get like hung up on but it's do you yeah do you want to make what you want happen or not like (laughs) um okay so and you've chatted a lot about mindset as well and I wanted to dive into that I know you have a lot of content really great content on your website as well um something you chat about is limiting mindset and I think that's something that anybody probably can relate to Could you just give us a quick overview of what a limiting mindset is? Often we default to a limiting mindset because that is typically how most people operate. And until the age of seven, we are a walking sponge for our subconscious mind. So we're just clinging on to all the beliefs that we hear from our family, from our peers at school, all of these people. And all of these beliefs are collected and create our model of how we view the world. And often... Um, for most people, not all of these views are going to be conducive to your success and the way that you want to live your life. So when you find yourself defaulting to a limiting mindset, which may be the belief of things can't happen for me, or it's harder for me than other people, or things never work out my way, or life is just happening to me, you need to examine where, where these beliefs and stories are actually coming from. And I want to make an important note here that I'm not saying that we are all on equal footing in this world because we're Mm -hmm. not, and that there aren't real world problems that actually affect people and that make us have different standings. Like I'm very aware that in some aspects of my life, I am privileged um, while maybe being less so in other areas. So it's not to say that privilege doesn't exist, but it is to say that how can I shift my perspective so that even despite my circumstances, I'm making the best of what I have in the way that I can. And for some people, I I know even still saying that, that some people may not like exactly agree with that. But I think Mm -hmm. in terms of shifting that limiting mindset, that scarcity mindset, we do have to know that we are the ones ultimately going back to what I said earlier, that we are the ones that have the power. So if you are always defaulting to 
it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Like mm-hmm. just sit with yourself and ask like, how does that actually feel? Like, does that feel good for you when you mm-hmm. say that? Like, does that feel good in your body? Does that make you feel fulfilled? Does that make you feel joy? Does that make you feel bliss? Because if it doesn't, like, why are you hanging on to it? Mm-hmm. I definitely used to be a person where people would suggest things and automatically I'd just be like, no, isn't going to happen or won't work out. Or I would just automatically say that without even thinking about mm-hmm. it. And so many of our behaviors and patterns are learned and are automatic. So you have to be really, really self-aware of the way that you operate in the world and why that is. So I always say to people when it comes to manifestation, that self-awareness, responsibility and compassion are three of the most important things to work through because if you don't have that level of self-awareness like you're just going to be really heavily influenced by what's going on outside you're not really going to have any of your own um waiting to stand behind if you don't take that responsibility then you're just going to be waiting for other people to save you and that's not going to happen and -hmm. if you don't have that compassion then you're just going to look at everything in your life through a judgment lens and you're going to feel a lot of guilt and shame for the way that your life has panned out and we don't want that so having that level of awareness responsibility and compassion combined together just gives you an overall better picture of who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time, like what you said, you say no to yourself before anybody even has. It's like, you're like, oh, I can't do that job. I can't apply to this. It's like, no one has even said no. Like you haven't even tried. So, and I think that's a really natural reaction. And even to your point, when people suggest things, it's like, oh, I just, I can't. But what, like, why? Like, why not? And breaking that down. And I, I love that you said that. Um. I think something I've always found tough is like you almost feel like you ruin your like mindset and your manifestations and stuff when negative thoughts creep in and you're like mentally thinking like I can't do this this is so annoying why am I not doing as well as this person I'm not going to do this like do you find that there's a balance between like having your brain kind of being like a safe space versus like always keeping positive thoughts like what do you what do you think about that yeah we definitely have to maintain some equilibrium because consider this like if you are only creating this environment where it's safe for positive thoughts to live then what does happen when tragedy strikes or something Mm -hmm. really difficult happens you're not going to have the capacity to actually handle that and sit with those emotions so what you're actually doing is you're building your resilience and capacity to hold a lot of things so we don't have to be And this even goes back to what we said earlier about having that trajectory of your life. Like you don't have to be like, oh, I get to be successful or I can have my family. I get to do this or this. It's like, and I can be sad and I can also be wildly wealthy. I can be frustrated, Mm -hmm. but I can also be killing it in my business. Like you get to have and things. So yeah, you have to create an environment where everything can live. And it's also having that non-judgment as well, because if you are judging yourself for, ah, I'm, I'm good because I have positive thoughts you know Mm -hmm. that's like why why do you want to have that kind of perspective to yourself and I this is why I kind of tend to stay away from some kind of spiritual terms like I'm awakened and things like that that makes me feel a little bit like there's no hierarchy of being better than other people like we Mm -hmm. are all humans we're all having this human experience and our human experiences are going to wildly vary and the way that we get to grips with our own human experience is through awareness and is through letting all of those emotions live there. It's just about these emotions, these difficult emotions or harder emotions, they can come and visit me anytime they like, but they cannot live here forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Totally. And I think it's, we touched on this a little bit too. It's like, it's what you do with those that it like affects how it much power has in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, really interesting like 
do you find that your mindset and manifestation kind of go hand in hand or is it like two kind of separate things to focus on? Yeah, so they definitely overlap because if you don't have your mindset in check, then when it does come to manifesting things, all of these limiting thoughts are going to creep up on you. And actually, when it comes to manifesting and creating our lives in general, like 95% of our lives are subconscious. And when you don't do that subconscious work to see what your stories are or to see um, what memories you're holding on to and giving different meaning than they actually have, then these stories are subconsciously playing out in your life. So you have to actually take the initiative to uncover those subconscious stories otherwise they're just repeating in your life unknowingly so that is so important for manifestation because once you have an awareness of what those subconscious stories are you can change them to the point where you can be like I'm putting things out into the universe because your subconscious stories are supporting the belief that that is true for you Mm -hmm. yeah totally so like in in our 20s do you think it's like I'm just like, because I think manifestation in your mindset is like at any time, it's like a great thing to start and get into and like just thinking about what you want and mapping that out. Do you find that in our 20s, it's better to just kind of let life happen, like you said, or do you think it is like really important to like map out what you want, start manifesting, get into a good mindset? Like, what do you think with that, like specifically being in, in our 20s? I think it is important to map out what you want, but I also think it's important to know that things change and that it's okay for things to change. Like you don't say that this is what I want to have and you can't change your mind a year later. Like I look back Mm -hmm. on things that I journaled about at the beginning of the year and I'm I'm a completely different person now. That's wild. (laughs) Same, totally. You have to leave room for those changes, but don't just not say anything because you're anticipating those changes. Like, well, life is going to change so much. I don't know where I'm going to be a year from now. So I'm just not going to say anything. Like Mm -hmm. say some things, but know that they can change. And then it's also good to look back at that and see how much you've developed or why Mm -hmm. things have shifted for you. So thinking back to things I wanted at the beginning of the year, like I can look to obvious events have happened that have changed the trajectory for me so it's really nice to kind of build that map and that blueprint for yourself to go off of and to also know that manifesting doesn't necessarily have to be about serious things and like what kind of career you're going to have or I guess how much money you're going to make you can have like fun things that you're going to choose to manifest as well so for me last year that was competitions I had a lot Mm -hmm. of time being in lockdown it's like, oh, I'm going to manifest competition wins. And it went from winning my first competition, which was the evidence that it could actually happen to over the course of, I think it was about five months winning like $9,000 worth of prizes, just because I was like, oh, this will be a fun belief to play with. There was one week where I won like four different competitions. I won a diamond ring. I won money, a holiday, clothes, food, everything. What kind of competitions? Just Instagram competitions. Just like tag your friends below. Yeah just like Instagram. Oh my God. That is so crazy. (laughs) I feel like I don't think, I don't know anyone who's like won one of those. That's like crazy. You won so many. Yeah. Well, I mean like, there you go. And it's like, I love that you said it can be like fun things. And I think even if it's something like, I don't know, like what kind of car you want or like dog or like something like that. Like I think, and I often do this too. We get maybe stressed. Like we start thinking about what we want to do and the future and like your monthly goals and like weekly goals and all that stuff. But I, I love that you said that, like it can be fun and it's great to think about your future and like what you want to accomplish and write it down, make a mood board or vision board and like kind of just think about it. And I think all of us can attest to 
things happening that we didn't expect over the last, especially over the last year and a half. I don't know if anybody's plans worked out the way they thought. Um, so I, I love that you said that it's important to like pivot and reevaluate. Um, okay. I don't know. I feel like that's everything I want to talk to you about. I feel like so excited to like go now, manifest stuff, like write down what I want. And I'm, I'm feeling excited. And I feel like we learned a lot. Um, so I would love for you to just plug all your stuff. I think everyone in our community can learn so much from you. So where can they find you, your podcast, your website, everything? So my podcast is the Manifest Edit podcast. You can head to themanifestedit.com to check that out. I actually run free seven-day virtual manifestation retreats. So if you want to learn more about how to implement the Vise method for line manifestation into your life, how to begin manifesting things and feel really confident about what you're doing, definitely make sure to join one of those virtual retreats. You can head to afiasalta.com forward slash freebie for that. And then over on Instagram, I'm afiasalter underscore or the manifest edit. Awesome. Well, everyone go follow, go check out all her stuff. It's, I'm like such a huge fan of your content. I love it. Especially your reels. You're killing the reels game right now. (laughs) I love them so much. It's it's made me fall in love with Instagram again. I'm like, this is so fun. It is fun. It's kind of like, I heard that they're like pushing reels to the top. So it's like good as a creator, but also it's just like way more fun. I feel like to go on Instagram and see reels. So it's like TikTok, but not like you'll be drowning for five hours in TikTok and like not know what happened. <laughs> totally. And I'm like, I have nowhere to go right now. I can't leave the house. So yeah, I have no content to shoot. So yeah. having reels is just like, I can just do this in my room and this looks fine. Yeah. And they're like so on point, so fire. I love them. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was so much fun and I really appreciate it. And with all that being said, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.